Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Thursday the 23rd of December. It's almost Christmas, Charles Firth <sighs> and Alex Avulovich. I'm dumb not still, by the way. It's Christmas Eve Eve. It is Christmas Eve oh. Eve. And we're back with even more best of content. And uh, first up today is what I like to call a little Alex a special. In fact, oh. it's actually very long. It's going to be great to relive this. It's your arm steel stunt, Alex. So that's <laughs> been nominated as one of the best moments of the year. And I think it's one thing a year of many stunts for us. This surely stunt of the year. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was an exciting time. And it was great to see all those foreign arms dealers coming in without having to do COVID checks. It was... I just love the fact that you got in, you just snuck in just yeah. by using the old trick of pretending to have a pass. I was so sad the whole time. So I'm like, I'm up in Brisbane. I'm just going to disappoint Charles because there's absolutely no <laughs> way I'm getting into this thing. And yeah. And oh. and um, how many views online has have, have that oh, done? Had? doing great. It's got like multiple million on Facebook. It just passed a million on YouTube. People people love it when you sneak into arms conventions. And they love it when you sneak into arms conventions with plastic arms, <laughs> like actually like mannequin arms. So that's coming up. Uh, we also have on today's show, well, this was really, this got genuinely awkward. I loved it. Two of the interns um, became housemates this year, Lachlan oh. and Xander. Oh, yes. And Charles subjected them to a quiz about whether they were ready <laughs> for the tension that ensued. And I've mem- lived with members of the Chaser in the past. And mm. look, fair point. Mm. Fair point. It's been a couple of months now. I wish they heeded those warnings because things have only gone downhill. Yeah, they don't speak to each other anymore. Um, now <laughs> they do. Or do they? I don't actually know. I haven't paid attention. But it was good to milk that for comedy. And, oh, this is another highlight from the early days. Cam, the editor of the Chaser website, came up with a fairly brilliant idea uh, to take over Hamish and Andy's podcast, in oh. a manner of speaking. Oh, yeah, that yes. was great. It's coming up right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Joining us now is one of our very lucky interns, Lexa Volovich. Is that right? Volovich. Volovich. It's good to see you treat the, treat the interns well, hey? <laughs> I mean, you know, look, we, we sack them so quickly, we don't like to learn their names oh, or anything. If you learn their names, you become familiar with yeah, them. And you, yeah, you, yeah. You sort yeah. of get sentimental. Exactly. Anyway, we sent them up to Brisbane this week. Why did we send you up to Brisbane? There's a big arms expo the past three days, biggest military expo uh, in Australia. No, no, this is this is what we've always worried about, okay? This is, Charles is always into expanding the chase into areas, and I just, the number of times we've told him not to become arms manufacturers or buyers or set up his own army, don't do this, okay, Alexa, man? You should have gotten, gotten talking to him, you know, a few days ago. Yeah. He already sent me and um, The horse is already bolted on oh, that no. You'll be happy to find out that they didn't like any of the ideas I pitched. They didn't yep. want to buy any of our products. Did you get in? Yeah, right. somehow, out of our... Um, how did you get is in? It like, is it, is it just open? Can anyone go in no, who wants to buy, buy my arms? It's invite only. So you have to, you have to be a weapons manufacturer <laughs> or, and you have to earn more than like, I think it was like 
25 million a year or something. Okay. <laughs> and so uh, I send you up there with the idea that maybe you'd be able to sneak in via a goods lift or something like that, yeah. right? So how did you actually get in? Look, I think we were quite lucky in the fact that we were so disorganised that we couldn't go on the first day. Um, so I only showed up on the second day. But given that extra time, I was able to Google uh, land forces. And on Twitter, you've got all these pictures of people with their lanyards just like smiling at the oh, expo. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. That's clever. This wasn't planned. This was a complete accident. But um, ended up finding the lanyards, uh, copying the design vaguely. I don't know yeah. what, how legal. Uh, we got a, I got a late night call from Alexa the night before going, can I just copy and paste the logo and put it on a lanyard? <laughs> And I said, because I'm, you know, big on not being illegal, right? Yes, yes. I said, I think that might be actually illegal. But also, what did you do with the QR code? Oh, right. So I saw there's a little QR code. I'm like, I assume they scan this. And I just got a QR code of the Chaser website, popped it on the ID. Like, I I was quite sure that we weren't going to be let in. Also, they they had, like, orange lanyards. Officeworks only had black ones. Like, it was, Mm. you know, it was was a long shot. Yeah, yeah. But... (laughs) <laughs> it, it so you just waltzed in there. We, so, I, so I did presume they, you were in a suit, were you? Yeah, I was in a suit, I mean, my, my formal ag- suit from when I was 19. I was going to um, say, I mean, you're you're young, right? So yeah, oh, thank you. Know, you. you don't look like, I presume, you're your average arms manufacturer. Uh, I'm an up-and-coming arms dealer, you know, <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to break into the market. But, so, but did they scan the QR code? That, that's the insane bit. Like, we went through two different security guards. Mm. One guy kind of looked at it. Obviously, like, my thing is completely fake. It's like a third of the size of all the other passes, all the wrong colours. He, he waves me in. So it was different sizes as oh, well. I mean, I couldn't gauge properly the size. Also, I didn't have a printer, so I had to rely he, on someone else. He made it the same size as it looked on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I had the tweet around it as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had a picture of another guy holding it. <laughs> and, and yeah, got, got past that guy and um, a lady went to scan it. She scanned it. I have no idea what appeared on her scanning machine, mm-hmm. but she was just like, come on through. And after they had the conveyor belts with like the security stuff, they sent my bag through. I had all my um, recording equipment in there. They didn't mind that. I had a lapel mic like taped to my chest underneath my clothes. Went through the metal detector. It did its beeping thing. And then you took out the handheld metal detector. I went over the lapel mic. It beeped exactly where the mic was. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, this is my time to go. And I think he just assumed it was my lanyard like chain or the metal bit from there. And he's just like, hop on through. And I was, just came face wow. to face with a giant tank. Well, there you go. I mean, it's good to know there's, there's crap security at an arms convention. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. great and, to hear. And were there guns and things like that? Could oh, you have conceivably oh, walked I was, away? I was having so much fun. There were so many guns. I was um, shooting everyone at the convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but what, so what did you do on the convention um, floor? It was confronting. The first thing I saw as I went in, these two guys in like full body armor, like digital exoskeleton Things that kind of look like Darth Vader, and they were just wailing on each other. They had all these weapons. You're kind of demonstrating how much you could throw each other around. All these people in suits watching and applauding. This is like they're in exoskeleton type things. Yeah, this is like future oh, tech. Oh no, God, <laughs> we're gonna die. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. But I spoke to one of the dudes, one of the exoskeleton guys, and I asked him. I was like, "Oh, you know, this kind of looks a bit like Darth Vader. Don't you feel like you're the bad guy when you put this on?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do, but it's it's actually a good thing." Um, he was like, "It helped once I put this mask on. It kind of dehumanizes it." and I don't feel as responsible for what I'm doing. I'm oh, just that's like, good. That's a good thing. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? He's like, oh, this is great. He was, I can kill at random and not care about the He was the so open. And he, he just kept going. He's like, yeah, and it's really good for like domestic kind of riot situations of people like on the street. You know, you put this on and you can just like do whatever you want to them. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, shit. How, like, who do you yeah. think you're talking this to? This is going to really screw over those climate strikes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, kids. And then, but you were there to sell arms. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, had, yeah. I had some cool weapons. Um, yeah. So I went to the big, big guys. I went to Lockheed Martin, one of the mm-hmm. biggest, mm-hmm. or the biggest arms manufacturer in the world. And so, tried to sell one of our missiles um 
the, the pitch was that there are no war crimes in space, so we're going to make a missile that shoots so high up into space that by the time it comes down, the Geneva Convention doesn't doesn't count. Oh, that's good. It's yeah. good. But they're just like, yeah, we got that. Yeah, like, yeah we've done that already. <laughs> I think it's just like, well, the Geneva Convention never stopped us before, so I don't think that's yeah. really a marketable device. And so we've got a, the first video came out last night. Um, yes. It's available on Twitter, at Chaser, on Facebook, which is TikTok. at The Chaser. And the TikTok. For the, for the young ones. Yeah, uh, which is at chaser.com.au. Do you want to just give a hint of what that one was? Uh, well, I came, tried to get into the arms convention as an arms dealer, but what I had was a whole bunch of mannequin arms. So I was just trying to get in there selling arms and confuse us to why they wouldn't let me in. Oh, that's very good. Oh, we'll we'll uh, look out for it. Thank well you. Done. Nice job. Yeah, well done, Alexa. Well yeah. done. Are you ready and for the next arms convention. Now, I found out this morning, Dom and Gabby, that yeah. Lachlan and Xander have decided that they're going to move in together in, oh, a, in a share house. So I've brought them in, and I've also brought in Alexa, who, who works with us as well. Whole gang's here. Um, and we, I just want to vet you two, Xander and Lachlan, to make sure. Have you ever actually lived in a share house before? Uh, no, we've been inside for the last two years, Charles. Yeah, I've never lived in a house before. <laughs> is, is this the first time that you've yes. been living yeah. out of yes. a house? Yes. I'm going to pop my share house cherry with Zen. Oh, it already got sexual. Lachlan, what are you doing? <laughs> so before you do, I just think maybe we just want to check whether you two are on the same page. Uh, and I'm going to run a little bit of a quiz to see. Okay. You know, just some foundational principles, you know, about how one would live together. I just want to point out before we do this, Charles lived with almost everyone from the Chaser back in the day. I live with it, Jules, at the very least. It was very common. So question one, we'll ask this to, say, uh, Xander, right? Yeah. Toothpaste. Do you yes. share the toothpaste or do you each have your own tube of toothpaste? Mm. Um, you definitely wouldn't share toothbrushes. I feel like you potentially could share toothpaste, but it would really be depends what you agreed upon. Lachlan, what do you think? Toothpaste, toothbrush, teeth, all of it's shared. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I love I love already Xander's hand is on his face. Oh dear. Okay, question two. Okay, we'll give this one to Lachlan. You go and do the shopping, like the week's groceries and thing. Are you going to share it and split it evenly, even if you know one person buys more than the other, and do it together, or are you just going to have separate shops and divide up the fridge? Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to all shop together. We're going to divide it three ways. Mm. Xander's allergic to, I think, 30% of everything. We'll divide Xander's cut by 30% to equate for everything he can't eat. Wow. Okay, and keep a spreadsheet or something. That's complicated. That will last one shop. Xander, is that, <laughs> is that, is that your understanding? I, I think there's things you can share, right? You can definitely share, like, the, the basics, like milk and stuff like that. There's no point having 20 different litres of milk in the fridge at the one time. Yeah, but... And, and anything we want to keep, I'm assuming it's just a, a label? Yeah. Yeah, cool, there we go. Well, you beaut, this is easy. Or you have a shelf each in the fridge, like... Yeah. Right. I'm telling you right now that is not going to last. It's not going to last, but that's it's good. Now we get to paying the rent on time. Yeah. So is there going to be one person in charge of getting all the money from everyone else? I think Lachlan would be the best rent gatherer in the history of the galaxy. As the person who's constantly following up everyone in this Zoom call for, for their edits, I'm definitely going to be the person who's chasing Xander. Right. And Mark is our other roommate. Yeah. Hi, Mark. Love to have you on the podcast. Uh, I'll be following them all up on rent ruthlessly. <laughs> okay. And you're fine with that, doing all the work? Oh, well... That's not a lot different to what I got going on now. Okay. <laughs> Charles, I, I 
have an issue with this quiz. I don't think you actually care about Xander and Lockie. I think you're ready to sabotage it right here, right now. And we know he doesn't care about us. When we asked him for job references, he wrote the exact same thing. And we're pretty sure he only just remembered to change the names on each of them. <laughs> yeah, I was very... I had to double check mine before I submitted it to the real estate agent to make sure it didn't say Xander Shivaniv letter and then in the first line say Lachlan Hodson. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to ramp up the, the quiz now a little bit and just make it a little Uh-oh. bit more. Uh, so box of cereal, do you neatly fold or, or do you leave it open so that it goes stale? Which one? No, but the problem is is that the wheat fix bag isn't big enough to fold down. You just can close the top of the box. Xander, I do actually have to say, I've only lived with you in the office so mm-hmm. far. We're going to have to sort out something to do with these oatmeal bowls you leave all over the place. <laughs> yes! <laughs> This, this is Charles. Oh, yeah, no, I think Charles is. has unwinded me. Yeah. This is it. This is the end. Yeah, which leads me to my next question, Xander, <laughs> oh, no. which is, say you have a Tupperware container that used to contain curry. Yeah. Do you leave it on your desk for three months <laughs> or do you clean it up once you've finished it? Um, and answer carefully because <laughs> your desk is in the next room to me right at the moment. Under normal circumstances, you'd clean it up. Mm. Under a pandemic, yeah. I think it's a good time to conduct a science experiment. <laughs> so, Lachlan, do you want to see the Tupperware container that has been in this office for the last three months? Oh, don't do this to me. Oh, no. That's no longer a container. Oh, no. <laughs> we live like not. 60 k's away from oh, the office. Oh, That's disgusting. No. That's Yuck. a bit moldy, oh, Charles. Oh. Are you sure it's not getting to your brain? <laughs> Like the spores. <laughs> oh. The question is not about these two being flatmates, but why on earth did you hire Xander? <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> the next question, Xander, is yeah. say you're working in an office and you, <laughs> do you leave your socks on the ground in the middle of the office all day or do you not leave your socks on the ground in the middle of the office all day? Which one? No, they're clean socks because we bought socks from Kmart once and then left them underneath. Skulls. Xander's <laughs> only been in my car twice and I already have two pairs of socks in there. Can you have a pair of underwear in there once as well? Well, that was for something else. <laughs> I, I feel this entire segment has descended into complete anarchy and messiness, which is exactly what every share house ever is like. <laughs> it is Xander bashing, but I will say we don't have to worry too much about it because if this actually drives a rift between Charles and Xander. In about three-ish months, that container would have grown another Xander, so we're fine. fine. That does explain his origin story, doesn't it? Yes. 2001, um, there's a box of beef stroganoff on the bench. Nine months later, Xander popped out. I think no one should share houses, but I think the bigger issue is why you guys want to move out at all. Look, like I'm turning 29 in a month and I still live with my parents and everyone thinks I'm super cool. Like, why why do you guys (laughs) even want to move out? Alexa, can I just ask, what are your thoughts on storing curry and storing socks? I would have to ask my mum. She does all that work. Do you want to, can I move in with your mum? Yeah, come on. Everyone, everyone, everyone join in here. It's great. You get your laundry done. You, they remind you when to wash your sheets and then you forget and they wash it for you. It's, it's brilliant. Oh my God. Okay, Xander, um, sorry. Something's come up. I'm going to have to move in with Alexa instead. Okay, I've been renting for six years like a chump. I'm coming to live with Alexa. I want my sheets clean. It's so much better. And you won't have any of these any of these um, conflicts because it's no one else's role apart from my mum's and dad's. Oh, you know? of course. <laughs> Can you take a family of three? Yeah, come on, everyone. Everyone join to have a nice little chaser house. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***? 
are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Chaser Report. Wait, wait, no, no. Yep, hang on. That's wrong. That's, that is wrong. Because uh, we've we actually changed our name. Mm, we yep. are now the Hamish and Andy Podcast, Australia's number one podcast. And number two, those fuckers. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, we, we wanted to get some more listeners and uh, Cam, our uh, editor at The Chaser, actually suggested a, a really good method and it involved just changing our name to the Hamish and Andy Podcast. Cam Smith, uh, welcome to... Our podcast, the Hamish and Andy podcast. How <laughs> Thank are you, Hamish? You? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing quite well. Um, so so what, what is going on? Why have we done this? So we had a bit of a campaign to drum up more listeners on the podcast, which mm. so far has involved us buying a potentially stolen car and yes. getting one of the interns banned from St Mary's Cathedral. <laughs> uh, but for some strange reason, we haven't seen much of a bump in the numbers from those two. Oh, dear. Yeah. So we had a re-look at the podcast charts, and as you mentioned, right up there at the top next to all the serial killers is our good friends Hamish and Andy. Mm. Now, we had a bit of a brainstorm about what we could do to try and leech off their success yes. and we decided to just ask them um, but when we went to message mm. we noticed the website is gone um, and now what appears to have happened was they hadn't renewed the domain name oh yes and if i was a less ethical person mm. at this stage i might see an opportunity here yes. because if someone hasn't re-registered their domain name that just means any good for nothing can mm. swoop in and claim it for themselves Oh, yeah. So that's exactly what we did. <laughs> so now, we, we are now the proud owners of HamishandAndy.com. HamishandAndyPodcast.com. Yeah. No, Hamish, I think Hamish and Andy are the owners <laughs> of HamishandAndy.com, but we own but now, Hamish and Andy Podcast. <laughs> it's the off-brand Hamish and Andy Podcast. <laughs> We're the Aldi of Hamish and Andy's. And so uh, how did you decide that, that Dom would be Andy? And, Andy and is I, much better looking. He's taller. Mm. He's dated supermodels. I mean, it fits. I am much taller mm. and better looking than you, Charles. Yeah, but, but Hamish is the funny one. That, that doesn't oh. make any sense either. <laughs> I'm Hamish. <laughs> It definitely wasn't just whoever came up in the Google results first. Oh, okay, right, okay. <laughs> um, so, so, okay, so what are we going to do from here? Like, how can we now, how does this then lead to more listeners for this show? Well, that, that's a very good question because, I mean, if people are hearing this, they've already heard the podcast. So yes, this isn't really exactly. drumming up many yeah, more Yeah, there people. are a few problems. I mean, Hamish and Andy are well known for being best friends. That's a problem, <laughs> step one. Charles and I have had each other since high school. Um, and they're also known for their lovable, endearing pranks that are very, very funny but in no way threatening and involve things like chip packets. <laughs> so um, very off-brand. So how are we going to do that? Well, I had a bit of a number crunch looking at their numbers when oh, yeah. I was like, how yeah. well are we doing compared to them? Mm. And I realised we don't really need to do that much at all because if just 1% of Hamish and Andy's listeners get fooled by this and end up listening to our podcast, we mm. will have doubled our <laughs> listeners. That's great. I love it. Or, <laughs> have you seen they've got that other podcast? So, so not only have they had number one, they've also got number two with the Remembering Project where all they do is they go and look at their old radio shows and listen back to them and laugh at them. Maybe we need yes. um, a podcast where we listen to old Hamish and Andy episodes. <laughs> remembering, remembering yeah. Hamish and Andy. <laughs> No, yeah, we should listen to old episodes of Remembering. The Remembering Project, <laughs> that's right. All right. It had been a hard day. I was kicking back with my first glass of scotch. I enough a tantalizing voluptuous desk when the phone rang. <laughs> 
It was the senator. He had a job for me. I have a job for you. He wanted me to look into the most heinous crimes he'd ever seen. Good God, that sounds horrific. I hung up the phone and apologized to that desk. Stay right there, toots. I'll wank on you later. I hit the streets. First stop was a seedy joint infested with snowflakes and sewer rats. The ABC head office. It was the kind of place where tweets were cheap, and retweets were even cheaper. Even the health minister could find himself liking a BBW cum dumpster 69 tweet here. The senator told me it was here I'd find a woke brigade that was aiming to undermine the government by legitimately reporting on stories of public interest. The sissy lowlife scum. They had to be stamped out and stamped out quick. I sat in the foyer and logged on to Twitter. I looked through the likes. My God, it was worse than the senator had said. The number of mildly amusing quips that softly ribbed the government was stomach churning. And even worse, they'd been occasionally liked by someone at the ABC. A tweet from the shovel... Another from Ben Jenkins. These weren't just anyone. These were Australia's most obscure comedians. It was clearly an underground movement. And then I saw it. Nothing in my two hours of Twitter scrolling had prepared me for this. What was I looking at? Was it satire? Was it ironic? Was it even meant to be a joke? Someone, an on-air personality, had tweeted that the NBN was a bit sluggish. I gave him a quick left-right click goodnight and reported him to the senator. This guy's gonna be tweeting through a straw. You know you never solve mysteries in this town. Every time you put down a tweet, there's another one around the corner. All a man can do is lean back on his desk and have a wank. Forget about it. It's Twitter town. Well, I can't believe there's only one more best of episode to go uh, tomorrow, Christmas Eve episode, with some more clips, uh, Charles and Alex. I mean, who knew we had enough to get this far in the week, frankly? <laughs> I'm glad we only chose a five-day advent calendar. <laughs> much easier. <laughs> All right. Our gears from Red Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. And tomorrow, I'm going to die, <laughs> apparently. on the po- At least some people will think that I did. That's coming up tomorrow. Catch you then. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.